So this um, this meditation was more a suggestion rather than you know, saying this is how you do it. So uh, I think if I would lead it uh, again, it would be different. So it's a bit of a for me also a bit of a creative process of having a structure, but within that using different words, using different images. and So if I would do the same meditation on Saturday, I think it would be different. It would be a different kind of story. So then on Saturday I can give you some more ideas. And then in the end it's up to you to come up with your own design. Because it is like this, some things I say does not make sense to you. You just don't connect with it. And with others you connect. So you need to do it, you need to find a meaningful way for you to do it. Then you will also feel sometimes, ah, this, this is good. So like, oh, I need to stay longer with this. And then you stay longer with this for a couple of years. <laughs> and or for a month or, or for a week or whatever so you don't need to rush with this every, every step in this practice is very meaningful and can be chewed on and experienced and uh, deepened So in the beginning it might be useful to kind of do it a bit formally, like you sit down, you can listen to the recording. I have another recording already on SoundCloud. You can listen to some teachings on the internet from other teachers. Pema Schödren, in every book she talks about uh, Tonglen. Um, so you just read around it and get some formal experience with it but then you also what you what you're after is uh, to bring it into relationship to bring it into daily life it becomes a way of living it's not a formal practice it's like a, a way of living what kind of living it is a living of openness to discomfort of openness to pain So what we usually do is run. There's discomfort, there's pain, there's a problem. Run. Here is slow down. Slow down. Even if you can't help, don't turn away. Even if you can't help, don't turn away. You can't fix all the problems in this world anyway, but don't turn away. You see, this is a big difference to turn away. So you don't, you don't, you, necess you don't necessarily help, but you don't turn away. And this is such a big thing, not to turn away, also for the other person. Even if you can't be very helpful in a situation, just to turn up 
to be present and not to turn away, to witness. So then, slowly, slowly, when you fall in love with this practice, you will notice it just happens. It just happens. You see the news, you walk the street, you sit in a plane, someone comes to your mind who is in a crisis, someone who died comes to your mind, a difficult situation in your life comes to your mind. So there's countless opportunities. And it ceases to be like a formal, oh, now I need to do it with the in-breath and out-breath. That's not so important. Yeah? So it becomes, uh, it, it, it kind of, yeah, it becomes more a way of being in, in, in difficult situation, situation rather than something you do. Yeah, and then sometimes when you are in a crisis, and that will happen soon, uh, then you might need a reminder, like, yeah, so, and the reminder is, so remember this, you can practice Tonglen in every situation. You can. And, and maybe it takes some time to figure out how, like, uh, yeah, I don't know, so let's see, what can I do here, how can I work with this? But it is possible. So then, if that happens, something very precious happens in your life, what happens is that you use, that, no, what happens is that your life becomes your life, just as it is on this planet, becomes your body tree. Your space of awakening. Your time of healing. Your time of awakening. Everything becomes your practice. So this, this thing, kind of question, or oh, how can I bring my meditation practice into daily life? It's just irrelevant. It's, it's not there anymore because everything is being naturally used through the practice of Tonglen. The in-breath opening in the metta. Now this is very much like the metta practice in uh, in Theravada. So the in-breath here would be, or the working with the four immeasurables, yeah? the in-breath would be the compassion, the out-breath would be the love. So the in-breath would be the compassion, the out-breath would be the love. Okay, so any questions? <laughs> or rebellious thoughts or additions or <clears throat> yeah uh, it sounds very much like uh, now we talk a lot about uh, when you meet uh, uh, people with autism 
that you meet them with. Uh, I don't know the word in English. Low affective, like low. Low affective. Low affective. Ah, precis. Men vad heter det på engelska? Low affective. Uh, like when someone is very high up, you just go down and be calm, so yeah. you don't... No, neutral, don't like, yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. But it sounds like uh, this uh, way to to do it goes very well together with Tonglen. That kind of... Uh, my son has autism and mm -hmm. I try to work with his... Uh, because he's also very out mm. and uh, uh, very much aggressive sometimes. And, uh, it's difficult to be <laughs> like if someone say really bad words or hit you. Yes. I can try to be like neutral. So mm. that I really like mm. this way because it sounds like a way to be that, mm. like to work with mm. that. To, Absolutely. To yeah. Give. Yeah. Like so, I want to rush. <laughs> uh <-huh. laughs> I yeah. can. I don't have years to develop. I really. Uh, uh want to work with, with him yeah. in, in this way. Yeah. I can't come at So doing, in a way, do, <laughs> doing less, but... Um, mm. no, doing less, but... I, I, getting more, or no, not getting, but... doing less, but affecting more. Mm. No, we think... We need to do more mm. so that there will be more effect. Mm. But and of yeah, course, sometimes the, we need to do things. Mm. And but quite often, a very good response to a difficult situation is to do nothing. Yes, it's so difficult. Yeah, and and but not to do nothing in the sense of giving up. Mm. But mm. to do nothing in a wise way. And, and uh, so, like when when someone is dying, shit, we do so too much. I mean, this is torture. Yeah, keeping people alive and alive—that's like the objective of palliative care—is to keep people alive so that can, they can suffer longer. So, the practice of doing nothing, stay close. And do nothing. Uh, that, that's like what I said. This you 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 don't do anything, but you don't turn away. So it's a very, uh, in a way, it's a it's a very radiant. Don't do anything. Of course, sometimes. That's not. That's not the whole story. Uh, so sometimes you need to get your ha hands dirty, literally. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yes. On a day-to-day basis, in real life, we don't see so much like death close to you, but I see a lot of self-tormenting. People trapped in their minds. Hmm. You know, and you can see that they're causing themselves more pain maybe than they need to be, or they should be. And uh, yeah, so I, I, I see a lot of that. And, you know, just thinking, well, shake up. And, and it's difficult to keep that calm, I find, 
um, and it's more of a frustration, so it's more dealing with the frustration as well. Um, mm. And that's a practice maybe that can help as well. Um, mm. The frustration. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. Or maybe preach about this to that person. These people. <laughs> 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 uh, yeah. Uh, um, when you say the person, the person, um, one way to look at this is um, that, you know, that this gap we create between two people, me and you, um, that that is actually. not so much how this moment actually is. So let's say you are you're experiencing a crisis, the one you you describe. Let's imagine that you, you, you are now the other. So and I pick it up because I'm in contact with you or I know you, I can see it in your face and so I have I get also feelings. And you know, you, you mentioned frustration or like wanting to shake that person or like giving an advice or preaching or so. Uh, a possibility is through this practice to recognize that in that moment when I take care of myself, when I give myself what I need in this moment, like love, like uh, compassion. Because we are not separate from each other, it will affect you. So I can work on your anxiety or fear, work on, I can soften or contribute to your healing by healing that which is happening in me. Does that make sense what I say? Be because what happens if... Yeah, yes, yeah, a little bit both. Like you take... You, yeah, you you take you take care of yourself. You stay in contact with that person, which is not separate. Maybe one could imagine that that emotional turmoil is actually something which happens between us. So now, if I would be very uncomfortable with anxiety, then your anxiety would be really a problem for me. Then I would say, "Hey, stop it! I can't stand anxiety. So stop it." Yeah. Uh, whereas if I would be comfortable with anxiety and I would breathe into it because we are social beings it would, would affect you and then maybe that person at one point would ask wow you, you seem to be quite happy uh, you seem to be relaxed with yourself. How do you do this? This is really, uh, this is difficult because we want to fix. Yeah? Because fixing is a way, wanting to fix is a way to do the opposite of Tonglen. 
so often we want to fix the people around us because we have not dealt with this ourselves. No, it, it is it is shameful for me to to admit or to recognize again and again how easy I fall into this fixing, into this controlling, like as if I know better. And uh, how how much I really need to, uh, you know, trust what you are inspired by with your son. Yeah, to to trust, to trust the weight of my body. In not necessary in a like literal sense, but to trust the weight of my body. So that was a lot of talking, but somehow it happened like that. I wanted to preach to you. (laughs) 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 I did a lot of preaching. Uh, So on Saturday there will be more time. If you don't have time on Saturday, I will record the meditations and then you can play a bit with this practice. Uh, so I would say if you want to choose a practice from the Tibetan tradition I would uh, I would try to go for this um, and of course you might find out it's not so attractive for you but give it a try yes is it possible uh, to combine this with metta meditation. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm. Because I, f- I feel, as you said, mm. there's a lot of uh, similarities. Mm. Um, Which meditation? Metta. Meta. Yeah. So one could kind of reflect now, how could you do it? And there is, uh, there is also in the Tibetan tradition uh, a way Lama, so- Lama Sopa taught that to me, to practice the four immeasurables with with Tonglen, which is like uh, compassion, love, joy, and equanimity. So that would be, uh, yeah, combined with the breath, uh, t- taking on the obstacles to ex- to experience love, compassion, equ- uh, joy, and equanimity, and with the with the out breath to give what is needed. So uh, there's different ways to uh, to combine this practice. Yeah. Also, like, uh, if you do the Shenrezig practice, while you say the mantra, yeah? So you say the mantra, and in the same time you do some kind of a bit of Tongren, yeah? So, uh, yeah. And then, of course, the the meditations on the nature of mind, Mahamudra, <coughs> they are important in this process. The meditation on emptiness and selflessness is important in this process. So, it, it, it I, I mean, Tonglen is like it, it's uh, it's a practice which, which combines the two wings. Not this, 
maybe obviously first there is the compassion wing or the love wing, but the wisdom wing is equally important in the in the practice of Donglen and it's being practiced in the same way. Because this is the practice of opening uh, ultimate bodhicitta, which is the combination of emptiness and compassion. <laughs> 